0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I'm your host. Hey, today we're talking about, you know, just this little tiny thing called what's the meaning of life? (laughs) Okay, Uh, so people have been asking this question for probably as old as time. Uh, And I'm not going to say here on like a 10 or 15 minute podcast that I'm going to answer all of that. But I will share with you a couple things that have really come to my awareness in the last few years, uh, because I keep getting questions from people, you know, they get caught up in life sometimes, not only the struggles of life, but also the goals of life, right? Like, oh, Michelle, I I thought by, you know, this age that I would have this done in my career, or I thought I would have a family and I don't. And um, so they're getting caught up in all of that and not knowing what is the purpose of, of this life? What's the meaning, right? Now, some people due to their lack of awareness can only really see kind of the, the present moment or the, the current story they're telling themselves, right? So something happens right in front of them and they're not really keying into, um, (laughs) like the bigger picture. Uh, they they see what's happening in front of them. They tell themselves a very quick story and they react, right? While other people, they can see the big picture. They kind of know, hey, this is where I'm heading. And this thing right in front of me is not going to derail me. So for example, let's say, um, you know, you're, well, an easy example, You're you're going back to school, right? You're getting a degree or a certification or maybe taking a class or a course, right? And as I know, you know, anytime you try to make these changes or transformations and you're growing in life, uh, life shows up for you, right? So let's say you take out, you know, four hours on a Saturday morning and you're like, okay, I know I've got to devote my time to this, right? And then what's going to happen? A friend's going to call and say, hey, let's go to the farmer's market or, Um, you know, your husband's going to say, Hey, I want to go out on a breakfast date. Or your children are going to say, Hey, you remember my soccer game, right? Something's going to show up and you're either going to be taken off of your kind of goal trail or you're going to make an adjustment. Okay. So I don't know where you're at, um, but you're probably one of those two, or maybe you're kind of in transition between the two. Okay. So I've been studying a lot of Caroline Mies' work, MYSS. You can look her up. She's got a ton of different books. So just look her up. But um, honestly, I've just been playing around with some ideas. And the other day I was walking in, Uh, One of the things that that she talks about having this kind of rich, full, abundant life, right? So it's not necessarily about money or relationships or, you know, what toys you have or the goals that you're reaching, although that's part of it. Okay. I don't want to, I don't want to minimize that, but that's, that's not all of it. Um, The people who are having this rich, deep, full, abundant, joyful life, whether they have money or not they are able to see the bigger picture. They also understand um, kind of what's inside you, right? Uh, we just finished our 12 universal laws course. And one of the things that, that kept coming up at the end when we were doing our debrief is like, oh my gosh, I know so much more about what's inside me. Uh, we're, we're in the middle of our um, spiritual weight loss journey where people are really going deep to find out what's inside them. You know, if you want this rich, deep, full, meaningful life, you've got to say, you know what, what is inside me? What are the programs I was given over lifetime? And am I okay with those? And what do I want to do with that? Right? Also, people who have this rich, full, abundant life, they are able to respond well. Um, I was watching a Netflix documentary on Ruth Bader Ginsburg last night, um, gosh, she was an amazing lady. Um, but one of the things that struck me was she said her mom taught her this lesson over and over and over again. It was a two part lesson. Number one, always be a lady. And number two, uh, basically make sure that you're independent. So the lady part was, you know, hold yourself with grace. Don't respond in anger because that always pushes people away. And the second part of being independent is don't let other people think that they rule you, right? And I love that because as, as she was progressing in her career, you know, she, she had this steady quietness about her and she did not get her way, um, all the time. Uh, she was the queen of, of dissenting, right? Which meant that, her way um, was not in the majority opinion. So she was writing a dissent saying, I do not agree with this. And basically everybody else is wrong. Okay. But she did it in such a way that she kept her cool. She did not show anger. She just showed a different side of things, a different way of thinking. That's an example of responding well. And people who, you know, see this big picture, understand what's inside you, respond well, honestly, the result of that is that they don't hurt themselves and other people. So you can take something that might be a difficulty or challenge or problem. And instead of letting your story kind of run the show and reacting in anger, you can transform that in the moment. So maybe you have a quote unquote problem child, Right. I, I've had several parents reach out this week and say, oh, my gosh, can you please do um, a remote session for my child? Because, you know, they're struggling in school. um, You know, they're they're having some issues. Uh, You could have a very difficult boss. And let me tell you, during this time, even great bosses, because of everything that they're dealing with, are becoming difficult. So if you're a boss, please try not to be difficult. If you're an employee, Please understand your boss is trying to do the best that they can too. Or maybe you have a a challenging health issue, right? It just keeps on popping up. It's kind of chronic. Um, But in essence, we want to be able to see the big picture. So instead of getting caught up in the moment with that problem child or that difficult boss or, you know, telling yourself how bad things are because you've got this health issue, see the bigger picture trying to kind of gain the lesson or the message from that. So for example, usually when a parent reaches out and says, oh my gosh, I I fear this for my child. I say, okay, let's sit down. Let's, let's first of all, take a breath, right? Now ask yourself, what is this fear about? What do you fear for your child? Right? Sit with that fear a little bit. Try to get the lesson. Because oftentimes it's not about what that child is doing or saying or being involved in. It's about your fear that's kind of coming to the surface, right? And when you take care of that fear, now you can uh, interact with your child in a different way. Same thing with a boss. In this challenging health issue, you know, typically, you know, in my understanding and knowledge Chronic health conditions, actually all health conditions, but specifically chronic health conditions. So this is something that, um, you have not had since birth and it's been there for a while and you've probably done multiple kinds of interventions, right? Could be, um, medication, could be surgery, could be physical therapy, whatever that might be. Maybe it's a holistic kind of treatment. Typically a chronic, um, I'll say condition. Okay. It has a message for us. And when we truly understand what that message is, the underlying belief that's there, we can actually transform that health issue. But if we're always caught up in the moment and not seeing the bigger picture and not looking for the message, guess what? our body is going to continue to have this condition to communicate with you. Um, One of the things that we've learned in our spiritual weight loss challenge is that oftentimes when you're putting on the weight, your body has a message for you and it's literally getting bigger so it can shout to you and say, pay attention. We have something here for you. Okay. Okay. So a rich life, there are, there are three things in my opinion. Uh, and I'll tell you how Caroline Meese kind of shared it in her work and then the, the labels that I use. So Caroline Meese says, uh, know your mission, live your best energetic life and become the best expression of your personal power. Okay. So know your mission. So understand who you are, what you're about, and what you're going to do, right? So, so to me, this is the um, identity portion. So knowing who you are. Living your best energetic life is, is understanding that we're all energy. Uh, and, uh, you know, I bring a certain energy no matter where I go. Uh, the, one of the statements that I absolutely am falling in love with is my word is my wand, So understanding that, you know, if I have a magic wand, that, that the things that I say and the intention behind that, it actually creates, it's like sending, you know, a a magic spell out into the world, if you will. Okay. And understanding that because we're all energy, we're all connected to each other. And this best expression of your personal power, um, is, uh, valuing yourself and others equally and coming from a place of servant leadership. So you you have a rich, full, abundant life when you understand who you are, where you come from, uh, where you're going, that everything is connected, right? You understand what your strengths and your weaknesses are, because both of those are important, what your desires are, your passions, what you like, what you don't like, right? So that's why people pleasers often struggle in life because they let other people's likes and dislikes kind of control their present moment. So we need to step back and say, wait a minute, let me see the big picture here. What are my likes and dislikes? Uh, When you value yourself as much as other people, I think that's really important. Not more, but also not less. When you can practice this idea of oneness, right? Finding common ground with another person rather than finding all the things that that you disagree on. Um, Arguing. You know, you don't have to attend every argument you're invited to. You know, I go back to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She didn't. She was a lady. She knew this other person sharing their opinion. First of all, that's their opinion. You don't have to agree with it. And secondly, you don't have to engage with it. You can just say merely, thank you for sharing and move along with your life right? But also practicing forgiveness and generosity, love and compassion and having gratitude. And when you focus on this idea of healing yourself, right? Understanding what you've been taught up until this point and understanding the thing, the lessons you've been taught, are they helping or hindering you? And the things that are hindering you, how can you clear those out? And then, you know, the last part of it is when you know what truly brings you power. So this is why you need to understand your likes and dislikes, your passions, and what brings you joy. Because when you truly understand that, uh, you'll understand the direction that you're supposed to go in. You'll understand how to focus your own personal power in a positive way to help you and others. You'll also understand how to kind of connect to your, what I'll call your highest power, right? And how to live in the present moment. So this is a little bit different than the the thing I shared at the very beginning when I said some people, because of their lack of awareness, can only see the present moment, the present story, right? They're caught up though in their reaction, but the more that you kind of uh, learn and grow and become more aware you'll be in the present moment but you'll be able to respond instead of react you'll actually be able to kind of transform whatever's in front of you so instead of getting caught up in the anger you'll say "hmm, let me pause ask myself what do I want instead and actually do something to get the result that you want and as you're living this life, you really begin to uh, honor and value others and you at the same time, which really helps to, to lead you and others into more growth and more life. This is what I'm talking about. What is the meaning of life? Okay. That rich, deep, full, abundant life. Now I know when you're leading this kind of exciting life, um, the more that you go towards this, guess what happens? (laughs) the more that you reach your goals, uh, the more that your desires just kind of come to you as if by magic, like you're not doing anything. And the more money that you attract, the better relationships that you have. It's like seeing everything coming to you and you're just like, wow, how did I do this? Right? So, I have four questions for you because I just shared a lot of things and many of you, you know, you probably took some notes. I know you do because you reach out and you tell me you do, but I want you to ask yourself these four questions because this is really going to help you. Now, maybe you're listening to this podcast episode and this is your very first time listening to, to one of these episodes. Welcome. We're glad you're here. Maybe you're listening and uh, you're relatively new to this kind of awareness, growth and change process. That's okay. These four questions are going to help you. Maybe you've been on this growth process for a while and you've been doing a lot of work. Again, these four questions are going to help you. Okay. So as much as the last 15 minutes have been uh, a great teaching time, Please know the questions and your particular answers at this particular time are exactly what you need to know. So oftentimes when I'm, when I'm teaching, I know people are kind of taking the teaching content and they're, they're, you know, writing down their notes, but you see the reflection is what's really important. And then from the reflection, you're going to come up with one tiny action step if you just take in the information, it's not good enough. Once you take the information in, ask yourself the question, take one tiny action step. It's like the universe says, Oh, you know, they're really serious about this. Okay. We're going to send people and resources and, and, and everything to help. But if you're just taking in the information, you're not doing anything with it. You're doing a disservice to yourself. Okay. All right. So here are the four questions. First of all, what is your overall relationship to your personal power? So what does this mean? Well, we all have, um, choice, freedom, and control. We all have power. We all have, um, this idea of sovereignty. Okay. Many people do not realize this. I know I didn't until probably a few years ago that I actually had the power So ask yourself, how much power do you have in your life? Uh, For those of you who are recovering people pleasers like me, uh, you probably have given your power away a lot. So how can you bring it back to you? Okay. Uh, Second question, how do you work with your own energy? Now you may be relatively new to this idea of, of, uh, energy and energy work. That's okay. Really what this question is asking is, do you know what brings you joy? (laughs) Joy is one of the highest energy frequencies. If you go after what brings you joy, you know, a a lot of people I, I, uh, in the, the Christian church, especially they, they feel like. You know, your job is not to have joy and happiness. Your job is to do what God tells you to do. I am under the firm belief that if you are being called by your highest power to do something in life, if it causes you joy and happiness, that is such a high energy frequency that wherever you go, you are going to be transforming yourself and others. So in reality, the things that bring you joy and happiness go after that because that's probably your highest calling. So ask yourself, are there things in your life that are not bringing you joy? Because sometimes it's easier to notice that. So maybe it's your job. Maybe it's a relationship. Uh, Maybe it's just a habit right? I've got uh, several clients working on eating right before bed, right? They're they're like, yeah, that does not bring me joy. Um, so at, find what doesn't bring you joy and then maybe apply the law of opposites and say, well, uh, what would bring me joy? So if my job doesn't, what job would bring me joy? Okay. Third question, who do you give your energy and power to? So this is, um, kind of a twofold answer. There, there are, are people, entities, agencies, organizations that we give our power to. So anytime that you have a job, right, you're, you have a contract that says, Hey, this is what, what we're going to do. This is how much money we're going to give you. Right. Um, you are giving them your power. Okay. Now, most of the time that starts off pretty freely, right? Like, yeah, woohoo! I'm really excited about this job. And then over time, it's almost like, oh my gosh, they're sucking my power from me. Right. Or sometimes we get into a relationship and maybe we got into the relationship because there was a need that was being filled, but we realize over time it's kind of sucking the life out of us. Right. Or we realize, you know, uh, I have a client who just is, is on this new health journey and he just started exercising for the first time in his whole life. He's, he's my age, 40, almost 43. And he's, um, you know, he's walking regularly, starting, he's training for his first 5k, um, lifting weights a few times a week, and he's so excited. So he's giving a lot of his energy and power towards that and gaining a lot of joy. Okay. So it's not just the things that are sucking the joy from you, but what, what are you giving your power to that's bringing you that joy too? And the last question is, how much are you willing to surrender to this idea of divine guidance okay so uh again, you'll hear me use uh a lot of different terms highest power god div- divinity. Um, I choose to label that source for myself. The God of my childhood had an anger management problem. So when I say God, that's typically what I think. But if I say source, it's like, oh, the source of everything, right? Um, so whatever your version or concept is of your highest power, are you willing to surrender to that for guidance? Now, some of you are, some of you have been doing that for a long time. Some of you, that's a relatively new concept and you're like, yeah, I I don't get it, right? But are you willing to say there might be something out there that's greater than me and that perhaps knows kind of where I'm going in life? Because if you want this rich, full, deep life, it's not just about, you know, where am I spending my energy? You know, who am I giving my power to? It's really saying, okay, am I willing to have this conversation with whatever this highest power is for myself and gain some guidance? I know for me, the more that I do that, uh, you know, when you first do that, there's this notion that I'm going to give my power away and I'm going to have to do whatever, you know, that highest power says, and I won't be myself anymore. When in reality, when you do connect with this power, there's wisdom and guidance there. And when you come to those, you know, proverbial forks in the road and you're trying to figure out which way do I go, the more that you are in tune with that, that uh, small voice, or or your your inner voice, or or your intuition, the easier life becomes, and the more that you'll see all of those goals and and whatever you consider as a rich, full life come towards you. Okay. All right. Hey, you know, thank you so much for for sticking this one out. This is a little bit longer than what we've been used to lately, but I really felt like I wanted to share this with you. Uh, would you consider? Is there anyone in your life that you feel like really needs to hear this message today? Is there somebody who might be struggling, uh, maybe in relationships, maybe at work, maybe in a a health, um, you know, condition? Is there somebody in your life that you know that you feel like, yeah, they really need to listen to this? Would you consider just, you know, sending them the link? Uh, I would love if we could have more people start listening to the podcast. So I need your help to, to be able to get that out. Uh, I would really appreciate that. Okay. Awesome. Hey, thank you so much for joining us. And with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper, have an amazing day and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.